grab me a beer and grab him a coke. We bout to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon says, here, bitch, your ex drink your buddy. Brandon says, here, bitch, your ex drink your buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the program, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do. Hang out with friends, talk shit, talk shop, do all sorts of drugs, drink like crazy and reminisce about old stories, maybe get into some trouble. I don't do that anymore. I am now sober, but hanging out with people and reminiscing about the good old days is still one of my favorite things to do. Most weeks I will be joined by a guest. This week is no exception. All the way from New York City, comedian Sally Pineda. Hello, everybody. What's up? What's up, man? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I'm having like a caffeine like Jitter right now. Attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There yeah. we go. So uh, plug it. We're going to get back to the conversation mm-hmm. we were having before the mic started. But plug everything up front. Tell everybody where they can find you. Do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Instagram um, at Sally K. Pineda. It's P-I-N-E-D-A. Um, it's very hard for most people. Uh, I also uh, co-produce a show called The Sav and Sal Show. Okay. Um, which is just, it's fucking great. It's me and my best friend, my best comedy friend, Savannah. We run a show um, in Williamsburg in a loft. Um, really cool space. You can find us on Instagram at uh, The Sav and Sal Show. Um, also on my Instagram, I have my link tree. I am, this is the first time I'm plugging this. I'm really excited. Okay, here we go. Uh, Exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. I have, um, a one woman show that I'm going to be doing. Get the fuck out of here. I had no idea about this. Yeah. So I haven't, so I'm writing it right now. Um, it's a thing that my, so one of my friends and I, we started writing, like two, almost three years ago. We started writing it as a TV series. Okay. Um, uh, long story short, when I was in acting school, almost every scene I got had an abortion in it. Okay. And so it became like a joke. Every time I would get a new script, I would flip through it and be like, how many abortions like do I have in this? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I guess that's my type is girl who gets abortions. Yeah. I mean- yeah. <laughs> that's what you see when you look at me. You're like, this girl has definitely had multiple abortions. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what you see. So... Um, it, I started doing a lot of research on the history of abortion because some of them were like um, old scenes where I was like getting illegal abortions. Okay, like period pieces and stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, like one was in like World War II, so I started doing history uh, or research on the history of it, and I came across um, like basically all of these like illegal abortion providers and like their stories. And so my friend and I started writing like a TV series about um, a woman. Not who, a comedy then. Not a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> this is like this is full blown acting. Um, I have a lot of abortion jokes, though. Apparently, that's just my thing. That, like, is, that your is my thing. brand it's is abortion. It is my thing. It has chosen me. Um, but we started writing this TV series about this woman who was this illegal abortion provider in San Francisco in the early 1900s. Um, and now, um, just in the last like couple, like actually this last like six months, I've decided to adapt it into a one woman show. So you kicked um, out your partner. So uh, she's writing it for me. I'm the star. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you're the talent. I'm the talent. No, I she's t- yeah. <laughs> I say the same thing. I do yeah. a sports podcast with my yeah. buddy Joe, and a friend of mine was talking to me the other day. He goes, so you do like the rundown? And I go, no. He goes, well, you produce it. I said, no. And he goes, 
then what do you do? And I go, I'm the former athlete. I guess yeah. I'm the talent. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I guess I don't do anything yeah. except show up. Yep, yep, that's exactly so it. So yep. boom, we're in the same boat. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing a run of that in the fall in San Francisco. Um, oh, you're going to San yeah, Francisco to do it? To do it, and then I'm going to be doing it in LA in January and then here in March. Awesome. So here in New York in March, yeah. So we were talking about this earlier, but you, you mentioned a couple stories about being on the West Coast. So do you do, you just flip back and forth between New York and LA? Um, I mean, I live, I live here. So I've lived here for a year exactly okay. now. Um, but like I, I grew up in California. Like I'm from oh, California. Oh, you're from Cal. Okay. That yeah, makes yeah, a lot yeah. more sense. Where so, did you go to law school? Uh, Whittier Law School okay. in Orange County. It's no longer there. So that's how wow. you know it's a really great school. <laughs> uh, Good luck. It's not there anymore. It's not there. Don't go. Um, but you can't. Somehow I still owe them a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so weird when uh, institutions get dissolved, but they're like, "Oh no, no, no! You still, you still owe us. Don't we didn't yeah. forget that? Don't forget that you owe us a fuck ton of money your entire life." That's what happened with my student loans. Is I originally got it through what Sally May? Yeah, like way back in the day. You know, this is over a decade ago, and then they went out of business, out of beeswax. <laughs> but then they just sold the debt off, mm-hmm. and then that company went out, and they sold that debt off, and so on and so forth. Now I'm on like my sixth or seventh loan provider. My amounts never change. I know they're buying the debt for pennies yeah. on the dollar, but yeah. my amount has never yep. changed. <laughs> yep. um, so we were talking about, I wanted to kind of get, I was just mm-hmm. pulling up your list that you sent yeah. me, which is awesome. Uh, we were talking about this before, but again, surprise, surprise listeners. I was uh, venting and ranting to Sally about the the pitfalls of TikTok and social media yeah. and stuff. But you brought up, you were saying an interesting point because then I brought up Lenny Bruce and you went, oh my God, I love Lenny Bruce. Yeah. And it was, it's interesting because you had said earlier, it's like, well, why are you doing this? Do you want to be famous or do you want to do comedy? Yeah. And that's, I think that's a perfect summation of it because it's, it's very interesting how we meet people and like, I don't care. I've been doing this for a long time and I don't get paid. I don't, you know, I barely get booked because I just moved to New York like yeah. less than a year ago. So it's a, you know, it's a grind, but I don't, no one's going to fire me. I don't give a shit. Like yeah. I'm still going to do it because yeah. I love comedy yeah. like I love the art form of stand-up it's gotten me through so much in my life and it like gave me hope when I was sad and depressed and I've hashed all that out on the podcast but it's interesting because most people I bring in and talk to them they don't even know who Lenny Bruce is yeah and they love comedy and they're really into it and I'll, or, or they kind of know who he is but but you were, tell the audience what you told me you're like oh tell just tell them what you told me uh, that I have like a picture of him in yeah. my house yeah <laughs> In my kitchen, um, there's a picture. So I actually pulled it out of his book, and I, I framed it. So it's you know how like uh, there's a section in the book where there's a bunch of yeah, pictures. Photos, yeah, It's the one of him in jail where um, it says like in America we award um, uh, like freedom of speech with a medal of honor, and it's spelled metal like yeah, metal and, bars. Yeah. yeah so I have that framed in my in my in my kitchen. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I like. I I don't I'm trying to remember. Did you read the trials? I have it. I just got it. Okay, I found so I got it, yeah. the trials. It's super thick. It's like yeah. nine hundred pages, and it's all the trials of Lenny. It's all the transcriptions from all the trials. And I was super because you went to law school. You yeah. are, you know, about to be an entertainment lawyer. And I, everybody knows, I was pre law and really wanted to do that. So I find that kind of stuff fascinating because it's just like any case studies we've yeah. ever read. Yeah. And when you know how to read that stuff, it, it's super interesting. So I bought it. And then I had to put it in storage with all my other books because we didn't have the space when we moved up here. And then Hurricane Ida came through and flooded the storage no. unit. Every case study I ever wrote, every paper I ever wrote, stuff I was really proud of. Because with all my football and concussions yeah. and my brain damage, 
my brain is deteriorating. Like, you know, I'm not as smart as I used to be. And it's not like, oh, I'm getting old. It's like literally from brain trauma. So I was, I wanted to keep all this stuff because I was so proud of it. And some of it I'd go back and read and be like, I can't believe I wrote this. Yeah. So I kept it. And then I'd have destroyed all of it. Everything I ever did and like pre-law. Oh my God. All that just gone, wiped out. But it was interesting because I had mentioned his book, Mm -hmm. which is How to Talk Dirty and Influence People. And then you said, no, I've got all his books. So yeah. you're like even more of a, a auto or excuse me, a, a biographer than I am. <laughs> I mean, I'm or just a collector of books yeah. that I, you know, like I have like I have um, uh, the essential Lenny Bruce. Okay. Um, I have the um, it's called like the almost like unpublished like works of Lenny Bruce, like a thing that his like daughter put out. Yeah. Like I have the trials. I just found a copy at the Strand. Okay. Um, Shout recently. out to the Strand Bookstore Hell here yeah. in New York. Love it's it. one of the greatest places yeah. ever. It's a four story bookstore. Yeah. Oh my God. You'll appreciate this. Okay. So like um, I've done ketamine once. Okay. There we go. Let's get into it. <laughs> um, and um, so I did it with um, like a therapist person. Okay. Who like I paid obviously like to blow a bunch of like ketamine like up my nose up your butthole up yeah. my butthole oh god i got ripped off apparently <laughs> um and the two like the okay there was three things i remember i remember like having like a an experience where like i was flowering um like i literally was like going like with like my blooming, arms like, like i was blooming yep okay. um i cried because i love taylor swift oh and then for about 20 minutes, I sang, I'm Lenny Bruce. Really? I said, I'm Lenny Bruce. I'm Lenny Bruce. I'm performing at the Purple Onion. And I just kept yelling it and like singing it. And I was like, So I'm... this was in San Francisco? This was in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. That's so where the Purple I, Onion is yep. for all of you listening. Yep. Uh, or that's where it used to be, sadly. Um, but yeah, I literally thought when I was on ketamine that I was Lenny Bruce. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's. I, it's just something about because my whole thing, and the listeners can be like, "We fucking know you talk about it all the time." Yeah. But it's a new guest, so fucking please don't stop. I listening. don't know this. Don't yet, stop listening. So that, yeah, we love you. I love you. You, you, you're a family. Um, but the thing I always tell anybody who's even kind of asks mm-hmm. is, I think stand-up comedy should say something. Yeah, whether you're challenging the status quo or you're shedding light on something that is very dark or just not talked about. Yeah. I think, and that's what I try to do with my comedy because there are certain things that I've done in my life where people go, that's insane. Mm -hmm. Like, you're a crazy person. Like, I always wear my sweatshirt in here. Got to rep the X Drinking Buddy merch, by the way. BrennanTComedy.com slash merch store. Get your X Drinking Buddy merch. But uh, if I I wear just a regular t-shirt, I have like scars all Mm -hmm. over my body. And I'd make jokes about that on stage because they're all self-induced. Most of them. And uh, people are always like, that's like, that's not funny. Like, why would you joke about hurting yourself and stuff? And I go, because the way I present it, I think it is funny. Yeah. So I am want to find the other people who think that's funny. And it goes back to what I what we both have read in Lenny's book about like, it's you, you have to find the people who think it's like, you don't need to change yourself. You just need to find your audience. Yeah. Which is so difficult. I mean, it's a lot easier now than it was in 59, you know, through 64 because we've got the internet. Yeah. And you're not going to get arrested for exactly. saying fuck on yeah, stage. Exactly. Yeah. But it's one of those things, too, where it's just, it's frustrating because there's certain things, and this will bring us full circle back to the social media thing. But there's certain bits that I put up, and I'm like, I think this is hilarious. So I'll put it up on social media 
Because I know there's other people out there who will think this is funny, like making jokes about getting arrested or making yeah. jokes about hurting myself or my attempted suicide when I was 17. And like I have jokes about all this stuff. Yeah. But then I put it up and it gets shadow banned or it gets like two likes. And I'm like, I don't understand. I'm not – if AA taught me anything, it's that I'm not that unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which means if I think this is funny, there's got to be an audience that thinks this is funny. Yeah. But then I just can't find it. But then – We'll see people post something like you were talking about, like they're making jokes about fucking oatmeal. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's got like a million views and you're like, I, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So this is the thing that like I think about a lot because like how do I present things like in a way that makes people receptive to hearing it? Because I feel like a lot of times like – so when I make jokes that are like darker or I talk about like things in my past abortion. that are like sad – Abortion. Yeah. <laughs> So As like, we discussed. Yeah, yeah. Abortion somehow is funny. But if I talk about things, so like I used to be married. So if I talk really? about, yeah, if I talk about like being married and like getting divorced and like sad girl stuff, like I put that in quotes. But like people will be like, oh, yep. like I get that a lot. And I'm like, it's funny. Like yeah. I wouldn't be telling you about it. Like if I wasn't okay, one. And two, like it's fucking funny. Like you can laugh. I have... To that point, yeah. I had this bit. I've stopped doing it since, but I had this bit about a a baby body cam. Uh-huh. And excuse me, I just burped right into the mic. But uh, <laughs> but it was this bit about like, you know, cops wear body cams, so then that it's not he said she said. Yeah. Like you can see exactly what's happening. Yeah. And then I have this whole bit about how my friends tell me I look like the cop who would turn off his body cam. Yeah. That's the kind of vibe <laughs> yeah. I give off. Yeah. But then in doing that bit, I was thinking about it, and I was like. You know what? I used to always say this to people in my family, but I was like, I used to, I used to always say, I wish I could walk around with a fucking tape recorder. Yeah. So then when certain people say certain things or, you know, say, hey, we're going to do this on this day. And then the day comes and we don't do it. And they're like, I never said that. I wish I could be like fucking. Yeah. So I turned it in this whole bit about having a, a body cam as a babe, like walking around as like a toddler having yeah. a body cam. So you could be like, well, let's check the tape. Yeah. <laughs> and then the whole bit was like somebody walks into my room and they go, oh, what are all those home movies like Christmases? And it's like, no, broken promises. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And I tried it like f- probably 10 or 15 times. And same response every time was some of the crazier comics in the back of the room would yeah. laugh. But then the audience would always go, aww. Yeah. And I'm always like, no! You're like, laugh. It's funny. <laughs> it's yeah. fu- I'm a baby wearing a body cam. Yeah. Like, this is funny. <laughs> yeah. But like, so here's the thing. Like, I don't know. I'm sure you've had this experience too where it's like the one or two times where somebody actually like dies laughing at the thing you said that to me is always worth it. Like no matter how many p- times like people go, oh, or how many times people yeah. don't laugh, the one time that somebody like is dying because they get what you're saying. That makes it all worth it's it. It's all worth it. Like, and that's the fun thing is I've, I don't, I'm sure you've done shows like this, but yeah. I've, I very distinctly remember a specific show. I went up to Ohio to visit my family and I'm, my mom owns, my mom and her husband own a little pizza place. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like right outside of Dayton, which is, 10 minutes from Yellow Springs where Chappelle is and they uh-huh. did like Save the Summer and all that. So there's a there's a big comedy like local scene in that area. So I was like, all right, well, she's in Dayton. I'll reach out to some people. There, You know, every fucking city has a yeah. whatever Facebook comedy page. Yeah. So I went on the Dayton Facebook comedy page and found some comics and shouts out to them. And they came out. We did the show. And I'm bombing mm-hmm. in front of like – and my, my mom's restaurant is pretty popular in that area. So like yeah. it was – outdoors but it was pretty packed and it was like 
I'm eating dicks in front of my 90 year old grandmother and like my mom and her husband. The only person and all their like hick hillbilly friends. The only person that was laughing was my brother happened to be in Ohio. He was living there at the time, drove like an hour and a half to come see it with his wife, Cece. And she, she was laughing like kind of, but my brother was dying. And I was like, that's, that's my demographic. Yeah. You know, someone who's not even well-educated, but someone who's smart. Yeah. Someone who thinks outside the box. Yeah. Who also is a little fucked up in the head. Yeah. Like, you know, that's my demographic. And he's dying. And I literally was like, just on stage, I was petrified. Like I was dying inside. But when I got off, I go, oh, that's. That's I just need a room full of those people. Yeah. Do you ever think about that? Like when you're writing like material, like who is this for? Like Never. who am I? It's I just started thinking about it because like, well, I told you like I'm doing my show, yeah. and so I'm thinking about like marketing it and like what my audience is gonna look like. And so I had a conversation with one of my friends, and she was like, "Well, who do you imagine like is coming to see?" Oh, I see like what you're that. saying. Yeah, 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 I thought you meant when I write, do I write for other people? Oh, no, 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 no like, yeah, because yeah. I never do that. I yeah. write for what I think is funny. Yeah, but yes, I do. Okay, on the flip side of that, I do exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Is I always imagine like if I w- walked into a room yeah. to do a show, yeah. what's my ideal demographic in that room? Yeah, I think about that all the time. Yeah, because as fucked up as this sounds, like. AA rooms, mm-hmm. um, NA rooms, conventions that have to do with sobriety. I fucking murder. Oh yeah, at those places. Yeah, like destroy. Yeah. But then I'll I did I used to do a lot of shows in Orlando because mm-hmm. uh, I was just in Central Florida. Well, I was in North Florida, but we just drive the two and a half hours to Orlando. And I remember doing a lot of shows there where it's well-adjusted kids going to the University of Central Florida, and their parents are paying their way, and they don't have a care or a worry yeah. in the world. And I would just eat a sack of dicks. Yeah. Like yeah. just bomb after bomb. And I'm like, I don't like you guys are angsty young people. Like, mm-hmm. how do you not get the and I'm like, oh, you've never had any adversity in yeah. your life. Yeah. They haven't fallen flat on their fucking faces. Yeah. Yet. That's why. Like I've yeah. been arrested eight times, been hospitalized three for alcohol poisoning, been rushed to the ER for seizures. Damn. Like have to see and I, but I say all that to say yeah. like yeah, I'm only 33, but there's been like I spent twenty six thousand dollars in 28 days when I got a settlement from a car accident. Oh my god! Nothing to show for it. <laughs> oh my god. It was all on and the bit the tag on stage is even really shitty cocaine costs a lot if you do enough of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But like in Daytona Beach, Florida, I spent <laughs> oh thirty god. grand in a month. <laughs> oh my god! And it's like that's fucking. Banana. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. insanity. Yeah. So then when I get in front of these people where they're like, nah, 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 I'm like, oh, you guys have no concept of what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. So I, people that have been through shit. Yeah. Like that's your that's yeah. my demographic. Yeah. People. And I say it all the time, but I love quoting Kyle Kinane and Chris Buck. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Chris Buck. He's going to be like, I fucking told you to stop saying that quote. But Kyle always says, um, I don't need – like when people will be like, oh, you lost a fan. He's like, fuck you. Leave. Like I don't need everybody. I don't need any of you. Yeah. I just need enough to fill a room. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that's that's my mentality because there are so many people that come up to me after open mics, after sets, and they're – you know, a lot of times they're friends. So I, I appreciate them coming up and trying to help me. Um, and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're just completely unsolicited. Yeah. And I'm sure you get this. It's, hey, you know what you should do? Yeah. I don't fucking remember asking. 
Yeah. You're like, oh, really? I should? Yeah. Is that what I should do? You Thank you. You should make you. it more palatable. You should make it more relatable. Or maybe I could just try to find more people like me. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Why don't we? Yeah. There's 8 billion people in the world. I'm sure I can find 250 to sell out a room. Well, like that's a, like you said, too. Like I think it's like... You know, if you learned anything, it's that like you're not unique, right? Yeah, exactly. Like there's so there's many people, people out there. Yeah. There's so many people out there. Yeah. And that's the thing I keep trying to push is like, I, I get it. It's not for you. Mm-hmm. But like you said earlier, the people that it's for, it's really for. Yeah. They're like, the ones that really get it. Those are the ride or dies. Yep. RTG, FTG, yep. man. Like yep. fucking. Uh, let's talk about you. We okay. we did a rant about comedy for like twenty yeah. minutes, uh, <laughs> and we could keep going. Yeah, I, could, <laughs> I, I could do this all day. I love <laughs> yeah. talking comedy. But yeah. um, so you grew up in California, mm-hmm. and so take us through it. When did you have you always been interested in the arts? Have you always been interested in comedy? Like, how did you end up in New York doing stand up while also you know studying to finish law and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So. Um, I was a really good kid. Yeah. Like I was brothers a, and sisters. I have a younger brother. Okay. Um, I have a younger brother, and then I have a cousin who's like a brother that my parents took in, but never like officially adopted. Okay. Yeah. So I have one like full brother, and then I have like my I still call him my cousin, even though we were raised yeah. together. Um, but I was a really I'm the oldest. I was a really really good kid. I was like. I think I was like my parents' like hope. So I was the first person in my entire extended family. I was an investment. They were like, this kid's going to go to college. Like I was the first one in my entire extended family to go to college. Is that a big burden to carry? Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm sure from a young age, they were like, listen, you're, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Yeah, literally. Yeah. They're just like, please, 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 please go to school. Please, you have to do this. So what do your parents do? Are they blue collar? Yeah. So my dad works, um, he still works part time in a, like in a lumber store. He's just a sales clerk. Okay. Um, And my mom was a receptionist at an OBGYN uh, for a really long time. All the abortions. Um, Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, it it came in somewhere. But like, my mom used to always... (laughs) Oh my God, I was, I'm really grateful at the same time, but it was so embarrassing when I was growing up because my mom would be like, if you're ever going to have sex, just let me know and we'll get you birth control. And there I was just go. like, mom, shut up. Like, stop. God, mom, this <laughs> is stupid. So embarrassing, mom. Like, stop offering me birth control. <laughs> but I'm like, that was so cool of her. Like now, but, um, but yeah, I was, you know, I was a really good kid. Like I got a lot of praise for being smart. Um, when I was young, but that was a lot of pressure because I felt like I, I had to be perfect, you yeah. know, like I, I was like, I have to do everything right. Like I have to go to school. Um, like I am the only hope and I like to argue as a kid. And so like when I would get in trouble, my dad would lecture me and I would literally argue with him until yeah. like I was blue in the face. It's not about, it's right. not about anybody's feelings. It's about being right. It's about being right. Like I literally, I do that yeah. to this day. Yeah. I finally, I learned to stop doing I that. I have toned it way down, but sometimes Savannah, friend of the show, she's been on a bunch, my girlfriend, sometimes we'll get into arguments and I'll just keep pushing because I'm oh, like, man. I'm, I'm yeah. fucking right. Like, what yeah. do you not understand? Like, just say. Brennan, I'm sorry, you're right. That's all I want. <laughs> but I'm so blinded by like this toxic, I get, and I, like I said, I've gotten so much better because yeah. I used to be a fucking psycho. Yeah. But like I've gotten a lot better. 
But there are certain things she'll do where I feel like Will Ferrell in that movie where it's like, I feel like I'm taking fucking crazy pills. Yeah. <laughs> like, like she'll go out with like friends from work and mm. then just won't text, which is fine because I trust her and nothing's yeah. happening. But then at like three in the morning, I'm like, where the fuck is my girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, it's not that big of a deal. Like I told you I was going out. Like I'm out. And I'm, yeah. and she's right. It's yeah. not. But in my head, I'm like, no, you're fucking right, man. Like, who doesn't text their boy? And I, like, yeah. will start spiraling out of control. Yeah. Oh, I, I completely understand yeah. that. Yeah. And then she, sometimes she'll, like, cry. And I feel terrible because I don't want her to cry. Yeah. She goes, you're so obsessed with being right that it, nothing else matters. And yeah. I was like, yes, yep. I am. Thank you. Yep, I am. Yeah, you're right about that. See, <laughs> was that hard? Was hey, that hey, hard? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So that's what you used to do? Your dad yep. would try to lecture you and you'd be yep. like, listen here, old man. Yep, and so I, my dad would get so frustrated he would walk away from me and he would go to another room in the house and I would be like, I'm not done yet. <laughs> and I would chase him down and my mom would be behind me like, Sally, just stop, just stop it, just stop it. And so my parents were like, you should go to law school. Um, but I never wanted to do that. When I was a little kid, I used to. How old were you? When I, I don't mean to interrupt, but when, when that whole idea of law school came about, were you like in elementary school or middle school or? I really don't remember. It was probably really, it was a thing because like I argued that I had always done that. Okay. Yeah, so, so since you were a kid, yeah. they were like, oh, you're going to law school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I knew it was one of those kids, you know, when like, like if you're like a smart kid, parents yeah, was, always tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you could be the president. You can do anything you want and you get a lot of praise. Like, and, um. Like, I got praise from my teachers all the time oh, about, really? like, how I was so smart. I always and, got yeah. the very, very smart, but just uh, lax um, and – like, I didn't do – Oh, yeah. I hated busy work. Oh, see, I was so good So I was at one it. of those kids where yeah. – that's why I actually did better before my drug addiction and alcoholism really kicked in towards the end of college. I actually did better in college than I did in high school. Oh, wow. Okay. That, because yeah. Because college was – especially a lot of my classes because I was – I got waivers because I was on the football team as a freshman. So I got waivers to be in like junior and senior level courses. Yeah. So I actually did all the – because I love political science so much and history that I was doing 3,000 and 4,000 level courses yeah. as a freshman and a sophomore because it was two two tests and a dissertation. That was it. Yeah. That's all you had yeah. to do. As long as you, as long as I showed up and took notes, I could retain everything, and I can't do it anymore because obviously my head trauma and stuff. But back then, I like I loved college, and I yeah. hated high school because everyone's like he crushes tests, like destroys it, but we can't get him to fucking write the two paragraph homework to yeah. save his fucking life. Because you're because you it was like you said the busy work. Yeah, I was like this yeah. is pointless. Yeah. Like if you want to have a discussion about this, we can have a discussion, but I'm not going to sit here and read a 15-page pamphlet and then write yeah. a two-paragraph summation of it. See, it was the opposite because it was like, I discovered fun drugs later, but when I was little, like, praise was my drug. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to do all of the things and my teachers are going to tell me they're really good. And so, like, that was Everyone's going to love me. Yeah, that was all of my self-worth was, like, how good I was at school. And all I lived for all the pats on the head of, yeah. like, being, you know, like, number one in class. Um, but when I was... So, the... The thing I always knew I wanted to do, the first thing I remember wanting to be when I was a kid was a singer. Okay. I really, really wanted to be a singer. And then I don't even know where I got this from because I grew up in like fucking farm town in California. I'm from central California where oh, it's okay. literally like where the Dust Bowl like happened, um, like where John Steinbeck like writes about, like Grapes of Wrath. Like it's that area of That's California. Where it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, very, very Republican part of California. Fuck yeah. Very fun. Goddamn yep. right it is. It sure fucking is. Goddamn libtards <laughs> there in the yep. fucking South. I mean, you go out to LA and you go up to San Francisco, I mean, just a fucking, I'm not gonna, oh, I'm gonna 
I'm going to stop right there before I say <laughs> things that might get me canceled. Just a bunch day. of fucking heathens out there doing <laughs> yep. heathenistic things. There's no God's God, this God's country. Um, That's why I gave you the AIDS. Yeah. God gave you the AIDS because you didn't love him enough. You um, love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're done. We're okay. moving on. Um. What uh, was I saying? AIDS and abortion. The AIDS and abortion. Um, uh, no, but you were talking about Dust Bowl. You grew up in oh, the rural so, Okay, so yeah, California. I don't know where I got this from, but I used to print out auditions like from, like I would look up like casting in LA okay. and I would print out auditions for things that I would take in my mom and I'd be like, mom, can you take me to this audition? For like things that like Disney was casting when I was a kid. I don't know where, Jeez. I don't know where I got that from. I have no clue where that came from. But I would take it to my mom, and my mom would tell me, she was like, you don't know what this is. You don't know if it's a scam or not. Yeah, And true. would never Where take would you get me. it? Because you're younger than me by a while. So you just had the internet. So you would just I'm go not. online and- Oh, you're not? No. I'm 32. Really? Yeah. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. That's awesome. I always just assume everyone here is so much younger than me. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I also people tell me I have so much hope in my eyes that I'm that you, will, every, you yeah. look yeah you look younger. That's than you yeah are. yeah. Thank so, you. So much hope in your eyes. Yeah, it's the hope. That's my. I yeah. drink a lot of water and I have hope in my eyes. Yeah, Those are my beauty are. secrets. <laughs> so, how were you finding these auditions then? I just would Google things. I literally don't okay. even so know. You were, you were at the age where you could Google and all that. Yeah. Because I remember Google wasn't a thing when we were kids, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by the time we were like in, you know, early preteens and stuff, it was Yeah, around. yeah. And I don't know where I got that idea from, but it was a thing, you know, like I always wanted to do. Um, and I did like theater and stuff in like high school okay. and like I danced and I did a lot of extracurricular activities, but they were all for like getting into college. Like that was my whole purpose. Yeah. Like I thought I was like, I'm a serious person. I have like this path and this plan and like I'm supposed to go to school and make a lot of money, like take care of my family. Um, and I remember, so I, I went to college, uh, which I actually, I went to a Christian college because I was so scared of like not graduating in four years. I was like, if I go to a university, classes are going to be impacted and I'm not going to graduate in four years and my whole life is going to be behind Over. schedule. Over. I was like, that. I was like, I will, yeah. The first time I ever smoked weed. Little did you know. I know, fuck, I fucked up my life. Uh, but <laughs> the first time I ever smoked weed, I was in high school and I was at my friend's brother's house. Uh, her older brother's house and I remember sitting on the couch being high and um, getting really really paranoid because he was he was having a party he had like a bunch of people over I was sitting on the couch going oh my god I've had a sip of beer um, I'm really high the cops are gonna come because it's really loud and I was like and I'm never gonna get into college like <laughs> that's what I was paranoid about is that I was like I'm... I have a whole bit about it really I have a whole bit about like how I have anxiety and I yeah. and I go my anxiety is not like your anxiety yeah where you go oh I'm scared to fly on planes my anxiety is like oh my god I'm running late for work I'm yeah. gonna get fired <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to pay rent yeah. and then I throw up in my yeah. lap yeah. that's my anxiety yeah that's I can completely relate to that yeah because that's what it was I was like my life is over it's done it's like I was like absolutely done I was this oh my yeah. god I'm so the same way oh, yeah. I remember I was on probation one of the times I was on probation we went to this hotel party and everyone's like doing coke and stuff and I was like yeah I'll do the coke but like keep the noise down guys yeah. like if the cops show up I'm in big trouble yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're like so I'm gonna participate in the fun but, but just bring it down a level yeah they're yeah. like blaring we're at a hotel and they're like blaring music and this is when Kid Cudi was real big oh you yeah, remember? yeah oh yeah 
And then that G6 song, I still yep. joke with Savannah to this day. Like, I'll, I, when that, whenever that song comes on, I've been sober, I'll be four years this month. But whenever that song comes on, I fucking fly yep. around like an airplane. <laughs> fucking yeah. love that shit. Yeah. But we're in this hotel room, and I'm the same exact thing mm. that you're thinking of. I'm, like, paranoid. And I don't know if it's from the coke or if it's from, like, being on probation and then yeah. being loud. Yeah. And, like, the front desk is calling, like, turn it down. I'm like, guys, they're fucking serious. Like, turn yeah. it down. <laughs> You're like, We're all yeah. going to die. Like, <laughs> yeah. what is happening? But that's the feeling of anxiety yeah. is my life is over. over. It, absolutely so you're over. you sitting on a couch and you're like, this is my it. My life is over. Yeah. Like, everything I've ever worked for. You've like, ruined everything, I've Sally. ruined everything. Nobody's going to love me. Where are all the pats on my head going to come from? Well, they're going to come in prison, but yeah. it's not the way you <laughs> yeah, want them to. Yeah, Oh, God. I don't want physical pats. I just want the appraise, yeah. the, the, the praise, appreciation. the appreciation, which I'm sure I wouldn't get. Maybe. I, no, I wouldn't Maybe. get it. Yeah, probably not. Um, um, probably not. That's definitely my love language, though. Yeah. Is, um, Pats on the head. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, words. Oh, yeah. It's, mine, you know, too. Affirmations yeah. and words is mine. Because it's one of those things where, and I don't know if you're like this with Dan, but like I'll have I'll do stuff around the house, and mm-hmm. then Savannah will come home, and I'm like, huh? Huh? Tell me. And yeah. then if she doesn't say anything, I'm like, well, fuck you, then. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Just be like, oh, yeah. the house looks nice. Yeah, I'll I'll it's say words. something I'm to him. Yeah, I'm all about words too. Like I need I need words. Well, we're wordsmiths. Yeah. That's what we do. We yeah. deal in words. Oh my god. I um oh I just started working on this new bit. I've been um so it just Don't that burn pro- it if you don't want to. I'm not to. going to. Um but it's like because words are so attractive, like I get so turned on by like words. Um that I and you date a guitarist. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who's like he like literally always tells me he's like I will get better with words. Like I will get better with words because sometimes like he's oh. like I'm good with my fingers. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with my hands. Yeah, but he's like it's not enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Dan. Shouts out social social creatures. I know. Are you coming to the show tonight? Yes, I will be. Hell this yeah. is going to come out next week, so people aren't going to know what we're talking okay. about. Okay. But... Um, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I will be I will be there. Rooftop. Um But back to words and then words. paranoid on the couch. First yeah. time you ever smoke weed, life is over, then what happens? Uh I go to college. Um So wait, no no no, oh, no. don't would... just skip. When what? was the you so how old were you when you first smoked weed? You were you said you were it was an older brother, so I'm assuming yeah. you're a freshman or a sophomore in high school. Uh yeah. So he was five years older than us. Um I think it might have been um I was probably a sophomore or a junior okay. in high school. That makes sense. Yeah. So then did you continue to smoke weed and like party or were you, was that like a jarring enough experience where you're like, no, fuck I, this. I'm not doing this I again. did. So I, it, yeah, it must be my sophomore year of high school because I dated a guy who like ended up like he's sober now, but he ended up being like a raging alcoholic. We dated yeah. twice. We dated once when we were in high school and once right after high school. So how much older was he? Uh, this guy was only a year older than okay. me so that I didn't. Okay. But like his, um, like they would have parties like at his house because like both his parents, like it's really sad. Like both of his parents are like alcoholics. Like his dad died of like cirrhosis <laughs> um, like a few years back. But I remember going over there and like I like I would go to the parties because like that was my boyfriend. Yeah. And like, you know, like I was like, you I I needed to be, to be yeah. I needed to belong, you know, and stuff. And like his mom 
Um, the cool mom. The cool mom was the cool mom. She was, on yep. this. <laughs> yeah, she was obsessed with me because, like, you know, my my plan was always to go to law school and all those things. And like, she would sit down with me and she'd be like, watch the news with me and like, want to talk to me about stuff, but then pour me like pink Moscato with yeah. like ice. Yeah. So that was like that was high, that was drinking and partying in high school. It was mostly like anxiety, my boyfriend being blackout drunk, and then hanging out with his mom drinking pink Moscato on the couch, talking about Fox talking, News. Yep. It's CNN. She yeah. was progressive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It still happens. I, yeah. I've been out of school for almost a decade, and my twin sister will still call me. She'll be like, what does this mean? And I go, man, I haven't studied political science since 2012. Like, yeah. what are you, what? My favorite was when I was in law school, I would have family members that I didn't know reach out to me on Facebook and be like, hey, so it's great that we have a lawyer in the family. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, um, I need help with like my son. Did you son go, I'm in entertainment law? <laughs> yeah, I literally go, I can't help you. I was like, if you've got like a deal that you're negotiating with Netflix, yeah, I was like, then I'm, fucking I'm your girl. call me. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, I'm not going to help you with your shitty boyfriend um, and your son like getting arrested. Like I'm not like that. I, yeah, I can't not, do that. That's not, not my bread and butter. No, no. If you need me to read a contract for you or yeah. file a trademark, I've got you. Well, that's the cool thing. That was the fun thing about because I, I, I've talked about it before, but I was in the pre-law society yeah. all through college until my senior year where I just started drinking every day. But it was interesting because uh, like you learn a little bit about everything. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Yeah. It's just like medical school. Yeah, you yeah, learn yeah. a little bit about everything and then by your – Second to last year in your last year in law school, you find your emphasis. You find what you're going to study, yeah. study. So the first year is all just about learning about everything. And it's so interesting because I remember second or third time I got arrested. I remember being in there and someone mentioned why they were there. And I remember being like, that's not that's not how that works. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, and it just sparked in my head because we're inquisitive people yeah. by nature. Yeah. So I was just like, no, that's not how that works. And I sat down with them and I was like, listen, have you tried to like do this and the appeal and like argue this point? And this is like, this is case law. This is obvious case law. Yeah. Like there's precedent for this that we learned about in pre, like in when I was yeah. in pre-law. Like, and so I talked to him and then all of a sudden everybody was like, hey man, you can't help me with my kid. Hey man. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. You're like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, because there's a whole like uh, Cox versus, or Dix versus uh, West Virginia, I think it was, where it was this whole thing about like. People were saying they were getting pulled over because they were black. Mm -hmm. And then the judge ruled, I don't give a shit what color you are. You were speeding. You were yeah. breaking the law. So yeah. you got pulled over. Yeah. yeah, this guy's pulling over more black people than white people. But the judge ruled, like, it doesn't matter why they pull you over if you're breaking the law. So it's the same thing with DUIs. Yeah. They can't pull you over under suspicion of a DUI unless you're doing something else. Yeah. Reckless driving, speeding, uh -huh. failure to yield. If you're driving perfectly, they can't pull you over yeah. because they think you're intoxicated. Yeah. They have to have another reason. Yep. So I went on and on with this guy about that. And then everyone was like, hey, man, I murdered six people. Can you help me? And I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 bro. No, I, I don't, yep. I don't Please got Please don't you. hurt me, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? So everyone in your family is like, you're in law. Like, Now, was this when you were in college or in law school? This then? was when I was in law school. Okay, so yeah. let's talk about but, college, okay. though, yeah. first. So you get into, what was the college? So I went to, it's called Westmont College. Westmont. It's in Santa Barbara. It is a Christian college. Okay, small school, I assume. Tiny, like 1,200 people. I was so scared. There was 3,500 people in my graduating class in high school. Are you, yeah, my high school class, or my high school, not my, I think maybe it was like, no, it wasn't my class, but that's fucking huge. No, 3,500 yeah. people total. In the school, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 529 in my graduating class. Yeah, so my high school is the same thing. It was like twice the size yeah. of my wow. college. So you yeah. went to college and you were like, oh, this is downsizing. Yeah, also it was like, I 
I was like I said, I was so scared to not graduate on like on, on time, time yeah. that I was like because all the classes I remember I went and I looked at it and I was like all the classes like the my largest class was like thirty five people. Wow. And so I was like, oh, I'm gonna be able to graduate on time. Well, and that's the other thing that they don't tell you. So full time is twelve credit hours. Yeah. And I, at least in Florida, this is how it was. So full time is twelve credit hours. You need hundred and twenty credits to graduate. Yeah. Which is ten semesters. If oh you shit. Go yeah. to school for four years and take the summer off. That's eight semesters. Yeah. So you have to technically you have to either go for summer classes yeah. or you have to or it takes five years. Yeah. Because t- ten semesters is five years. Yeah. But everyone's like, you didn't graduate in four? It's like fucking You're like math. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Like I took summer classes, but it still took me five years because towards the end, like my junior and senior year, when I stopped playing football, I was drinking so much that I was failing. Yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. Or I do the thing where I would enroll full time to get the full loan and then I would uh, withdraw. Oh, yeah. I remember that game. Yeah. 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 Where you would still have to pay for half the class, but you got to keep half the money. Yep. 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 So then I would go from 12 credit hours to like four, but I'd still get the full check for my student loan. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I forgot about that game. So I ended up, I never walked at graduation, but I ended up with like 130 (laughs) credits. (laughs) Just because I kept playing like games and stuff. Yeah. So I I remember I was in such bad shape that I kind of just fucking did the paperwork and got out of there. And I didn't walk. I didn't do any of the ceremony. I didn't do any of that. I was like, fuck this. I'm out. Yeah. So you finish. I graduated in three years. Wow. Well, here's the thing is that I, okay, one, it was really expensive because my dumb ass, I like, I thought I was like. a private Christian school. It was a private Christian school. And I thought for sure, like, again, like it was like my plan is to go to law school. Like I'm going to make a fuck ton of money. Right. Oh, so you weren't so even I, on the you weren't even on the idea of like I'm a good student, I'll get a scholarship. I got some scholarship, but like but I it wasn't enough. It's like, schools like that, it doesn't matter. They're forty five hundred like forty five thousand dollars like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like you go to a state school and like in Florida it's one of the cheapest states to go to if you pay in state tuition. Yeah. And the University of Florida is one of the best schools in the country. But like you could go there. I think even today it's like if you're in state tuition alone i mean it's still expensive it's like three thousand dollars a semester yeah but still that's nothing that's six grand a year yeah you know nine if you want to go all through summer too yeah which is a lot ten grand a year but still compared to it's not forty five thousand dollars for tuition alone like that's that's not counting like you know you're like your living expenses that was just tuition but hey you got to be at a school where there's only 30 kids in a class. Yeah, but also, okay, I also it was a Christian school and like there was, it was a dry campus so there was no drinking on campus and everybody's a fucking Christian. So it was an actual nightmare. So it was, okay, so let's. I had no friends. I was the bad kid and I yeah. wasn't even like at the peak. I wasn't even, even bad, bad yet. Kid, yeah. I wasn't even the bad kid. So when you, so you said you were partying through high school. Yeah. And then, well, not even partying. You were drinking, yeah, I just was drinking, Moscato. yeah. Yes. Uh, but then I'm trying to pull up the list. But then you end up there. We go. You end up going to the school. Now, when you first get there as a freshman, are you living on campus, off campus? Like what happened? On campus. So I lived on campus um, all three years. I studied abroad one semester. My Where did third you study? year. Uh, it was called like a Europe semester. So professors oh, so you traveled. Went to yeah. So they traveled with us. So we would go to like we. I Not literally lie, went to like. I thought you were going to say South America. Really. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, I've never been to South America, but that'd be really cool. Well, I figured California, the Latin last name. I yeah. Dan and I are going to Mexico next week. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, please don't try to talk to me in Spanish. Because every time I go to Mexico, people talk to me in Spanish. I'm like, I don't speak any Spanish. You don't speak any Spanish? No. Oh. Yeah. I wish I did, but I did not La learn. idioma de español mi segundo idioma. Necesito para mi mesa. I have no idea what he just said. said Spanish no. is my second language. I need it for my tables at work. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I... To be honest with you, mm-hmm. Spanish is my second language. It's like one of the only things I know how to say in Spanish. <laughs> you could, it's like a bit that I do for the That's tables. really funny. Yeah. Um, the yeah, only thing I know how to say in Spanish is my last name. And that's pretty much the beginning <laughs> and end of it. Even when we started, I was like, how do you pronounce it? And I and you said it, and then I said it. And you go, well, I mean, I guess it's that way if you put the Enya on it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. here we go. And you're like, I mean, that's you're it. That's, right. That's all but... I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's only because Greg from a new low network, the yeah. network that does my sports, it's Greg Pineda. Mm-hmm. And we had this whole back and forth about how to say his last name and yep. all this kind of stuff. So finally, when I read it, when yeah. I saw your last name, when we linked up to do the show, I was like, oh, Pineda. Yeah. And then I said that and you go, no, it's. Pineda. Pineda. Yeah. And I was like. No, it's Pineda. Yeah. No, it's Pineda. Yeah. (laughs) You are right. I'm just like, I, I, I'm just so white. (laughs) So you go to Europe. So I go to Europe. um, Speaking of so white, hashtag Europe so white. Right. I'm just like, it's embarrassing. Like I found, I feel like I sound like if you're sitting in New York and you're sitting near a first date, you're going to hear people talking about how they're like, they studied abroad. Like I spent a semester in Spain. Oh my God. Like I had the best sangria at this place. And like, I don't really, really, we see it all the time. Yeah. Like I don't really remember what it was called because it was like a local place and like you can't really find it. Like a local told me about it, but it was like the most amazing experience. My whole thing is always like oh you were 22 when you did that yeah i was in uh, prison yeah <laughs> i was in jail at, at 22 that's cool yeah i was uh i was 22 i started law school when i was 21 oh did you yeah okay so let's uh, let's get i want to get to your graduation because you sent me that story of oh yeah your christian college yeah okay well so okay here's the thing so like i was the bad kid right like i wasn't even that bad but like I, you know, like... Did you go crazy in Europe or was you kind of... I drank. Like, yeah, I, I was, yeah, I blacked out. Did you out. get sangria at... I did. I had the best sangria, like, at this most amazing place. Like, Call uh, back because we're fucking professionals, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah. I would tell you what it's called, but I don't remember. It's like a local Logo place. Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so you were about to say something about blacking out. Now, this is going to oh, yeah. be a weird trend on this show. So explain what you meant and then I'll, I'll talk about what I meant. About so, blacking out? Yeah, so are you prone to blacking out? Yes. This is insane. So you're like the fourth or fifth guest out of like the last seven. Really? That has had this issue where they'll have a couple of drinks and then just like a light, they're out. So okay, let me ask you this. So are are they all female? No. Okay. That's, uh, trust me, the low tolerance thing and well, no, I, body I, mass index was something that popped into my head. I just read something that maybe that is true, but I think women are more, more prone to blacking out, but maybe not. No, I can. I mean, they haven't met my sisters, but yeah. I completely understand. <laughs> like, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it hasn't. Like, I had Isaac Gardenberg on, yeah. and the name of his oh, yeah, episode yeah. is "This Is What They Tell Me." Yeah, because like every story was him just lights out. Yeah, and then I had uh, I had a oh god I I've had a few guests on now. I think Andrew Ginsberg was another mm-hmm. one where he blacked out like crazy. I think Dan told me a couple stories where he blacked out, and I'm yeah. like, what is fucking happening? Yeah. Like, so you're prone to blacking yep, out. Yep. God. Yep. That's, 
Oh, that makes me so nervous. Yeah. So I black, I like sometimes I go, it's a miracle that like I'm alive because I blacked out like so many times that like I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's so dangerous. I know. It's, and don't yeah. get me wrong, I blacked out my fair share. Yeah. I'm, like woken up and been like, how the fuck did I get home and stuff like that? Or like, why yeah. am I in this cell? Or how did I get to the hospital? Like, I've had those experiences, but. Like to do it on a regular basis yeah. terrifies me. When I me. was in law school, I blacked out. I called them blackout Thursdays. I blacked out every Thursday night. That was just the thing you did? That's just what I did. Yep. <laughs> it, blackout Thursdays. Because I didn't have class on Fridays, so it so was blackout Thursdays. we found the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so It's Thursday. No, it's not. It's Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Damn it. <laughs> so what happens? Um, you sent me the story about uh, parking lot. Oh, yeah. So, so you're the bad kid. So I'm the bad kid. Fast forward three years, you're getting ready to graduate. Yeah. And everybody knew I was the bad kid. Like to the point where it was like I, I was a bad kid because I had alcohol and because I had premarital sex. Okay. So you're um, just banging I'm just, everybody. Yeah. I'm banging. I had one boyfriend who. Oh, yeah. so you're not banging everybody. No. It's like we were going to get a hotel room. Like he was coming to visit. And so. Damn, you know, fast forward this part of the podcast. <laughs> I know. We were going to get a hotel room because like, you know, like we were going to have sex. Like, and I wasn't a virgin at this point. Like, yeah. But we were going to have sex. And it was like. Sluting it up. <laughs> Slute. When uh, most people in my college wanted to have sex, like they got married. And I did the reasonable thing and just got a hotel room. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Seems like, like a much smaller investment. I don't need to in, like involve God or the government. Yeah. In my pleasure. Which was not happening at that point because I was 18. Um, but God, that's insane. They wanted to have sex, so they just got married. Yeah, I literally know a couple that got that got married because like they wanted to have sex. God. Um, but anyway, so I'm the bad kid, right? Because yeah. like at this You're point, you getting a hotel room. I'm getting a hotel room. Like I had people that were praying for me all the time. They would tell me that they were having prayer groups about me. Wow. Yeah. Um, Power of the Lord. Yep. So I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I graduated early because I was like, I have no friends. Um, I met people that did drink You're also. A heathenistic. Yeah. I was the Satan of my school. Of yeah. Yeah. You need to be up in fucking San Francisco with the rest of them Looney Tunes. I know. I sure do. I mean, I just turned my back on God and I don't really know what um, he's going to do about it, but she's going to get hers one day. Smite me. You yep. smi what is it? Smite me, you smite almighty smiter. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> She just got Satan in her heart. In her heart. Hope yep. in her eyes, but Satan and, in her heart. Uh, God damn, I'm a professional. <laughs> Satan in her heart and in her loins. And in her loins. <laughs> that best Western, the best is Western. The best is what I mean, it was like probably like a Motel 8 or something. Was, yeah. Or what a Super 8. What super the 8, yeah. Motel 6. Yeah. Um, I, I put it on my credit card because yeah. I had no self-respect. Yeah, you did. Uh, but anyways, so like at the, I'm the bad kid, right? Like not even that bad. But at this point, like, when I, you it wasn't. You know what happened to the bad kid at our college? What? He was, this is the difference. Yeah. You're the bad kid for drinking and having a little premarital sex. This kid died of an overdose in the dorms. Oh my God. That's what happened to the bad kids at public school. Oh my God. That's what happens to bad kids at public university. Wow. And there was a couple of shootings. Anyway. Damn. It's okay. So it's a miracle I didn't die. When I was in Europe, I like the, I blacked out, you know, and yeah. like I would, you know, I would go home and drink. Like I hang out with my brother and like all of his friends and all of our friends that we grew up in. Like I would drink. During so when the you summer. would go home, would it be like a party, like real oh, party? Yeah, okay. yeah. 
Um, None of this toned down Christian college shit. No, no. I used to, like, my brother is a lot bigger than me. I used to be able to drink him under the table. Like, I would put him to bed. I mean, you'd be blacked out, but you. Yeah, but I'd put him to bed. I don't remember it, but yeah. But it happened. (laughs) It happened, yeah. (laughs) So they tell me. (laughs) Um, So I. Like, this is like I said, it's a miracle I'm alive. I, when I was in Europe, I, you know, like, that's when I, I was like, oh, like, there were other people drinking. It was allowed because we were over 18. So, you know, it wasn't a sin if you're over the legal age of drinking. Yeah. yeah you know, that's how, that's how sin works. Jesus turned water into wine. He yeah. liked to party. Jesus loved to party. That last supper, yeah. that was a party. Yeah. I absolutely was a party. Are you kidding me? They hadn't, what they didn't paint was the orgy that happened after the last supper. We're all going out. <laughs> yep. That was the pregame. <laughs> Um, when I was in Europe other people were drinking like I said because it wasn't a sin if you're over 18 Um, but I got um, I got a stranger to give me a piggyback ride when I was blacked out drunk because I didn't want to walk back to my, my dorm get you some yeah uh, I don't remember what happened after that all I know is I got on a stranger's back and I said run I don't run, want to run. I said run. <laughs> yeah, run, run, bitch, run. Um, but anyway, so okay. I at this point, it wasn't my graduation. It was my class's graduation. So I graduated a year early. I went back to um, walk. To, yeah, and like you know, see people. Yeah. But at this point, like I, it's. It's You're Mother's Day. I'm a year out of school. And I've also just been, I took a year off before I went to law school because I had a professor talk me out of going to law school. Okay. Um, and so he just was like, don't go, you'll hate your life. And I was like, okay, which was all I needed to, because that, yeah. you know, I really obviously wanted to go so badly. I, t- I took a semester off, turned into a year, turned into eight years. Yeah. Nine years. <laughs> so I took a year off. Um, I was living at home. Uh, and my, like, so I was living with my family. My brother was still living at home and we were just like partying our dicks off like all the time. So I went back for graduation. It's mother's day weekend, also graduation weekend. And at this point, like everybody for the most part is like pretty tame. Like some people I know are like drinking, but I'm a monster at this point where it's like, I show up drunk Fuck and then I... I have a, are you walking or you're just there to see friends? Uh, this was after the after graduation. Okay, yeah, so yeah, the yeah. ceremony the cer- happens, yeah, and yeah. then you show this up where everybody's at, yep. wasted. Yep, I show up wasted, and I get more wasted by not buying drinks, not getting people to buy drinks for me, but walking around the bar, looking at people's tables, and seeing if there were drinks that look unattended to. Going, is anybody drinking that? So you're just no, taking the roadies? just taking, just grabbing drinks. Like, and even if they belonged to people, I wasn't waiting for the answer. I just was like, that one's mine, and I would grab it, and I would just slam whatever. I don't know what happened. I had, I did that probably three or four times. Oh my god! I remember getting up on the bar and dancing. Okay, Coyote I remember ugly style. The, yeah, it's not a, that's not approved at the Christian college. <laughs> nope, not approved at the Christian college. Somebody trying to pull me down. I'm sure somebody was trying to perform an exorcism on me yeah. during this happening. Power of Christ compels you. The, yep, power of Christ compels me to dance. Is what? <laughs> to move my body. <laughs> to, yep, I just wanted to move. Okay, um, so I'm dancing. Um, I know somebody pulls like tries to pull me down. At this point, like I'm just sure I'm a disaster. Like I'm blacking out at this point. Um, I, I, um, I know we were leaving to go to another bar and I, I, I thought I was, (laughs) so we're going to another bar. We're going to like this, like an Irish place, like down the street. 
And at this point, like, most of my stories end up in me running or crying. Okay. Like, that's just what I do when I'm drunk. I run and I cry. Um, or get somebody to give me a piggyback ride. Yeah, that's the other thing. So we go out, um, and everybody's looking for their IDs to get into this next bar. And I stick my hands in my pockets. I can't find my ID anywhere. And at this point, crazy, I've also never puked from drinking. Oh, really? Ever? Yeah, to ever this day? to this day. I Fucking don't know how. Solid. I don't know how. But this is the one time, like, I thought I was going to puke. Um... I remember being outside. I can't find my ID. And I'm like, oh, my God. It must have, like, fallen out, like, in the last bar when I was yeah. being a monster. Um, so I go up to the bouncer. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's probably what I said. I actually said, yeah. What I thought I was saying was, hey, can I come back in? I think I lost my ID in here. And the guy's like, no, you can't come back in. Clearly, you're a fucking mess. Yeah. And I'm like, But my ID. And so my friend was like, I'll go get it. And so she goes back in, and at this point, like, now I'm like, oh, my God, this guy hates me. And we can't have and that. we can't have that. As so discussed. I, so I start sobbing, and I'm just, like, crying in this guy's face. And my friend's boyfriend has to be like, okay, Sally, like, let's go over here yeah. and, like, move me away. And I'm, like, literally hysterically sobbing, like, choking sobs, being like, my ID, my ID, I need my ID. I'm, like, panicking. Isn't it strange? Yeah. How much we think we need stuff. Like people yeah. who are a little anxiety ridden like us where it's like, no, you don't understand. Like my life is over if I don't get this. Yeah. There's so many times I've been in that situation. Yeah. Like it happens with my dog to today. Like yeah. now. I'll like text Savannah and be like, hey, are you closing? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Like I have to get out of here as soon as I can. She's like, why? I was like, I have to take the dog out. Yeah. She goes, Brennan, first of all, Relax. Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? The dog's going to pee in the house. Then we clean it up. And I'm like, nope. 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 This yeah. Is the fucking world's over. Yeah. The world is over. Yeah. I'm I... so short-sighted with my anxiety. It's like, no, we have to do it now. And it's like you focus on the one thing. And it's never about that thing. No. It's usually like, so um, my last show, the, the Sal and Sav show that I did, I wanted to wear a certain necklace. It's really cute. I have a, a necklace with Dan's initial on it. Aww. And I wear it. And I wanted to wear that necklace. For everybody listening, we're t referring to Dan... Tuma from his previous episode, him and Sally are an item. Dan, the lead guitarist for Social Creatures. Right. Yes, the man with um, the fingers and not the words. Yes, yeah. that guy. <laughs> um, and I I'm... write some of the songs, Sally. <laughs> yeah. God. I know. He's like, I, I have input. He's like, I thought of and here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I wanted to wear that necklace so badly. And I had was wearing it earlier that day. I had taken it off when I went to take a shower. And then I put it in a place where I was like, I'm going to lose that. And sure time. enough, how many times I walk out of my house and get to the subway and I go, I plug my headphones in and I said, don't forget your headphones. Yeah. And now I just have to listen to crazy people on the subway yep. for yep. fucking an hour. Yeah. And sure enough, I lost my necklace. And I'm going to lose it. Then I was no, I like, won't. and then Dan was like, we have to go. And I was like, I can't fucking leave this house until I find my necklace. And I was a monster at, to the point where he was just like, you're getting on my nerves. Like, you need to let go. He's like, wear a different necklace. I was like, I don't want to wear a different necklace. I want to wear that. I was going to wear that. And, it, and now in my brain, like, all the show is going to be bad. All the people that bought tickets are like, not going to show up because yeah. I don't have my necklace. And yeah. I'm like, freaking it's like out. like we were about talking it. about earlier. Like, yeah. when we talk about, when I say it all the time, people are like, yeah, I get nervous on planes. It's like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. What I'm talking about. <laughs> Is I will burn this fucking place to the ground because yeah. I can't find my necklace. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's the anxiety I'm talking about. Yep, yep. And so that's the anxiety I had about losing my ID. Yeah. Where I was just like, my life is over. This guy hates my guts now. Like I need him to like me. And so I'm 
choking, sobbing, like outside, yeah. sitting there. And then it's the one time I thought I was going to puke. So I'm sitting on like this like little wall thing because we're like on the main street in like Santa Barbara. Um, and my friend's boyfriend is literally just like holding me going, it's going to be okay. Like it's going to be. Rubbing a- your yep, back. Yep, Everything's yep. going to be fine. And I'm like, it's not, it's not. And like, I don't know why I thought like I needed my ID so badly because we were That's going. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. It really didn't matter because like, but I, in my brain, I was like, I'm going to get in trouble. Like my life is over. We're going to, br- and the next day is Mother's Day, mind you. So I have to go to brunch. Yeah. Like the next you morning with my family. Um, and you're going to need your ID to get a couple of mimosas there. Right? Yeah. And so I'm just like, everything is going to be not okay ever again if I don't get my ID right now. And so at this point, they're like, this girl needs to go home. Yeah. And my one friend who I like made friends with, she was like also drunk. And so I was staying with her because I was like, I can't go back to my family. Like, I can't go back to the hotel room tonight to like yeah. stay with my family. I'm going to stay with my friend. I'm so drunk at this point. They put me in a cab. Um... And when we get back, I was like, I don't feel well. So like the whole time, like I, you know, was riding with like the window down, like thought I was going to puke. Yeah, doing yeah. the yeah, yeah. anti puke thing. Yep. Um. And so we get out of the cab, and we're sitting in the parking lot. Or no, no, we get out of the cab, and I go, I, I can't walk yet. Like I need to just like lay down right here. And I hate puking, so I'll do anything not to puke. But I was like, okay. if I walk to your apartment, like I'm gonna puke. So I I'm need to opposite. sit down. If really? I feel, if I feel an inkling of an inkling of an incarnation of throw up, I'll just vomit. Really? Yeah, I'll just be like, I'll get it out. Oh my God. I'm, I can no. throw up on command. Nope, I will hold it. I can it. literally turn and throw up in I will chest. hold it I in. But. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I have like a phobia of vomit. Like I used to have an eating disorder and like I literally think it's a miracle that I am so afraid of vomit. Otherwise, I would be obsessed with being bulimic. Like yeah, I think I would be so obsessed with sometimes, it. Sometimes- I know this probably isn't yeah. cooth, but sometimes like if we go out to eat, Savannah and I, a lot of times like I'll order, like I want to try everything. Yeah. And then sometimes I get home and I'm like, oh, stupid. Like I feel ill. Yeah. And I'll just go throw up. Oh my and God. It's such a yeah. waste of money because it's like I just paid like $300 for yeah. us to go to this nice dinner. But it's like I, which I got so used to throwing up because of my anxiety. I was yeah. like, I would so much rather just get it out and not feel like shit than See, feel like I, shit for eight hours. I just had a stomach ache all the time. Like when I was a kid, I had bad stomach aches all the time. And I just was like, this is, I, I wouldn't eat because I was scared that if I ate, I would puke. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah so you really don't like the I up. really, really don't like it. Yeah. So, so what happens? You get back to the so I get back so I get back to the dorms or it was she was living in an uh yeah so um we were outside like so there's like a parking lot area and um she I go I just need you to leave me here I was like I don't I can't walk yet so she goes okay I'll go get you water and so she's a little drunk at this point and she goes into her apartment um realizes how tired she is and lays down starts getting ready for bed um lays down for a while falls asleep and i'm just fucking in the parking lot (laughs) of my christian college Uh, just passed out passed out where drinking is not allowed so you're not allowed to drink on campus so, I mean, it's not, it's kind of like anticlimactic because like, I wish somebody else found me because I you think it would be really funny. No, she, she realized and I was out. I was so hungover. I was so hungover. Like I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. And it was like, the sun was coming up. 
Um, and I have a she, of those, yeah. yeah, the sun was coming up, and she realized at a certain point she got up in the middle of the night and she had to pee. And when she had to pee, she goes, "I'm really thirsty." And then she goes, "Oh, Sally!" Water, like she realized Sally, she was supposed fuck. to give me water. So she came out and got me, and oh my god, I was a fucking wreck. Like I don't remember. Like I still was so drunk when she came and got me. You don't remember her coming to get you? I don't remember her coming to get me. I remember her putting me on her floor and like having to get her roommate to like help take my clothes off because like I could not even move. Wow. I slept for an hour and then I had to go to brunch with my family and I still didn't have my ID and I was so hungover and I was in so much pain. And Did my- you hear the dog it? No, I couldn't because I didn't have my ID. And my parents also didn't. I'm sure they fucking knew. But I also was like, I'm so good. Yeah. My parents don't know that I'm wasted right now. For a couple I, times they I've knew. shown up to family events where yeah. it's like, there was one time where I showed up. This is when my drinking was really bad. Like I had gone to rehab and relapse and everything. I remember I went to my grandma's house. Should not have been driving. And I drove to my grandma's house. And I remember like sobbing about my ex. Oh my God. And like throwing up. And I was fucking obliterated. Oh my and God. I just told her, I was like, well, you know, I have bad anxiety. I just had an anxiety attack. And I was like, uh, I hope she doesn't know that this is obviously years ago because I'm sober now for years. Yeah. But yeah, it was bad. But it's the same thing where in my head, I'm like, oh, I'll just say I have an anxiety attack and everything yeah. will be fine. Yeah. I and mean, they were like, no, we no. knew you were hammered. I do that so many times too. Like when I, you know, like my brother, my brother was the kid that was like allowed to be in trouble. Yeah. Um. And so, but like he's younger. He's younger, yeah. and like my parents let him have parties like at the house. But like I could never be, you know, like yeah, yeah. I'm older. Like I'm the girl. I'm supposed to be the responsible one. Like that's why I was one that was supposed. You're to You're the hope. School. The last hope. Yeah, I am the last hope. Yep, that is me. That movie is about me. Little brother yep. or not, you're the last hope. <laughs> yep. Um, I wanted to uh, cause we. we we are yeah. coming up on time, but I wanted to um, talk about your uh, last final in your first year of law school. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. So this actually, I told you earlier I was married, but yeah. go ahead. Were you going to say something? No, I was going to say, um, so you went to law school at 21, you said? Yep. Okay, because you graduated at 20, went to law school yep. at 21. Yep. And then how... You did the three years in law school? Did the three years. Okay. Yeah. And now are you doing the bar in New York or did you take the no. bar in California? So this is like where, like, I wish we had more time because this is where shit gets like. Okay. Fucking, We're going to have to yeah. have you back. Yeah. But t- talk about the first, the first, your last final, your first year of law school. Okay. So like I told you, Blackout Thursdays. Yeah. I fucking. It's a tradition. Yeah. It's absolutely a tradition. Like that's how you do law school. Um. <laughs> So I, you know, the year I took off, like I was just doing theater. I was dancing like I used to dance. Like I did a lot of ballet, like I did um, like some musical theater and stuff. And I was so happy. And then I was like, it's time to be a serious person now. Like I need to like get out of my parents' house. I need to do something with my life. And so the only way I knew how to get out of their house was go to law school. But I was was 21 and like everybody was older than me too, right? And so it just, but I also was like, it's so stressful like, law school is so stressful. Like, everybody drinks so heavily to, like, just deal with the amount of stress and pressure and, like, competition that's, like, happening in school. And that, like, they failed out, like, half of the first year class. Um, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. So, basically, it, easy, every- it would just be the way. Everyone yeah. would go to law school. So, it's so stressful. So, you're literally just fucking drinking every weekend like a monster. Um, So, my... Okay. So, uh... It was the last night um, 
of like the year. Yeah. We had just taken our last final and everybody- This is on a Thursday. On a Thursday, everybody goes out to like these handful of bars like on the peninsula in Newport Beach. Okay. Um, Like there's this one bar, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. I would have to look it there's up. There's a local place. A local place in Newport Beach where everybody goes and gets fucking hammered. Um, and you like can't literally- can't remember the name because local told Because I was it. blacked out, yeah. You know, on the sangria the that I had. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Yeah. It was so much sangria. It was Patron. That's the that was my the sangria uh, of Newport Beach. The the local tequila. Patron of the Newport Beach <laughs> of Newport Beach. So okay, I'm there. You know, we pregamed. We show up. Like the entire school is like at this bar. Um, I was dating a guy who was like two years older than me, so he was just graduating from law school. It was like yeah. kind of fizzling out, but like I was, you know, a young dumb girl where I was like, I yeah. love him, but like I didn't. Um, and so things that like I hadn't seen him in a couple weeks because like it was like finals it's and you know yeah work. yeah you know, um and so I go I'm drunk um I black out surprise surprise um and right before I black out I remember walking up to the bar and I remember ordering a shot of Patron because I had class. Um, <laughs> Such a garbage to That's so bad. Uh, but and I did not have the money to be doing this. But I was like, "You want a shot? You want a shot? You want a shot? You want a yeah. shot?" I bought like I'm not kidding you, twelve people that shots fucking of Patron. Law school student loan. Oh money. yeah, I was like, "Here you go, Sally May is gonna fuck me later for this." Uh, and at that point, like I black out, and so there was somebody in my class who I like never really talked to. This guy who sat a couple rows behind me. I knew of him, didn't really know him, and he was one of the people I bought a shot for. It's the desert island test. That's what I call it. That's what I've coined What's that? It. So if you got dropped on a desert island with a group of people, is that someone you would walk up to and be like, oh, hey, we know each other? That's, um, that's the. I say that because yeah. obviously living in New York City and even before that, we run into a lot of doing comedy. We run into yeah. more famous comedians. Yeah. So when I see him on TV or something, I'll tell, look at Savannah and go, oh, I know that person. Yeah. And she goes, do you know them? So I've devised this desert ah, island test yeah. where it's like, yeah, if we got dropped on a desert island and it was all people he didn't know and he saw me, he or she would be like, I know that person. Yeah. I call it the desert island test. Yeah. And so if you guys got dropped on a desert island, you would be like, oh, I know him. Yeah. And then that's the person you'd be like, I know him. And then I wish I didn't because then we're going to get married and blow each other's lives up and everything's going to fall to pieces. So at this point- That's the guy you ended up marrying? That's the guy I ended up marrying. So, get the fuck out of so, here. So let, okay, so let me tell you this. So at this point, like- I see him. He's one of the people I buy shots for. Um, Fuck! Why did you bring this up at the fucking last? That's why I told you. We literally need. Okay, okay. So I. uh, We have to do a part two. (laughs) So I um, black out at this point, and um, I black out, and he. I guess kisses me at some point. We're like talking, and we're like, you know, the thing where you're like, I remember none of this, by the way. Um, And he kisses me, and then I pull back, and then apparently uh, this is what was told to me that I did. I pulled back, and I said, "You have a girlfriend," and I slapped him across the face. Yeah, you did. And then he said to me, "Well, she's not here right now." Ooh, and you said. And then I said nothing because then we started making out. Yeah, you did. And then the slew returns. <laughs> so then I pull back again and I said, no. And I slapped him again across the <laughs> face. And I ran to the bathroom to go tell my friends what happened. But then I saw they were doing cocaine and I forgot to tell them. So I was like, drugs. So then we started doing drugs and I never told anybody what happened. About a week later, a bunch of us are at Disneyland. It's like this girl's going away party. She failed out. She's moving back to Florida. Okay. And uh, so it's her going away party. We're all at Disneyland. I end up 
um, alone in line for beer with this guy. And we're just same chatting. Guy. Same guy. And we're just chatting. Did he, like, was he invited or did you? Yeah, just run no, into he was him? invited because like we had a bunch of mutual yeah, friends and okay. stuff. And there was like a bunch of yeah, us there. Same class. Yeah. yeah. And so we were just chatting and then he just kind of gets a little awkward for a second. And he goes, hey, I just want to make sure like we're okay. And I was like, yeah. We're so okay. We're going to get fucking married. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, why wouldn't we be? And he goes, well, we sort of made out the other night. And I was like, we did. Oh, no. I had no idea that it happened. Um, and he was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I shouldn't have even brought it up. Like, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, it just was like, so that's the guy I ended up marrying. Okay, um, we're going to stop like, yeah. it there. Yeah. We're at the end of the time. We'll talk about this once we get off mic, but we're going to have you back. We might do a two-parter. Okay. Um, plug everything one more time. Your one-woman show. Okay. Everything you got going on. Yeah, so I got one-woman show. Find me on Instagram, sa- at Sally K. Pineda, P-I-N-E-D-A, um, and at the Sav and Sal show. Um, Sav, like Savannah, is my friend. Um, different Savannah. Not yet. Um, and, uh, no relation. No relation. Um, cause that's how names work. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so find me uh, on Instagram at Sally K. Pineda and at the Sav and Sal show. And you can find, um, on my link tree, um, you can, uh, sign up for, um, to get email notifications about my solo show that's going to be coming in the fall. And yeah. Boom. Beautiful. Hell yeah. Thank you everybody so much for listening at Brennan T comedy, Brennan T comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. Check out the merch for the show. Subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash Brennan And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye.